This is a competition. This is not America's next top best friend. Wanna be on Welcome to the America's Next Top Best Friend podcast. This is a podcast where we recap episodes of America's Next Top Model, and you're in luck because today we're starting cycle six. I'm Hillary Sussman. I'm coming to you live, not live, but from Chicago. And Amanda, it's (laughs) pre-recorded. Amanda's coming to you from Brooklyn. She's fabulous. She's hilarious. She's sweating. I'm really sweaty right now. I walked home from Devin's house. I was going to text you before I started recording being like, do you mind if I take a shower before we record? No. Was smelly. But then my roommate had just gotten out of the shower. So then I was like, I don't want to get in the shower right after someone else has gotten in there when it's like, I'm already hot and sweaty. Foggy. Yeah, foggy. It's like you're bathing in somebody else's like hot breath. That's what I feel like when I take a shower. That's so accurate. (laughs) No, I showered yesterday. I'm good for the next three to five days. Yes, you are. Also, my sunburn hurts so bad that I don't think I can do it. Yeah, Hillary has a sunburn. She went to the beach yesterday. And so she is, of course, when you try to be diligent about it, you get all burnt up. I've had Mm -hmm. red hair my whole life. But mm-hmm. no, you you've been you had twenty five years of, to prepare for this moment, and you still can't get it right. It's Listen. like how I am literally unable in, in to have a period without like ruining one pair of underwear. That's a <laughs> TMI comment. I'm sorry, guys. I just want really had to bring it up. If that makes you uncomfortable, turn the podcast off now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. If that makes you uncomfortable. You are listening to the wrong podcast. We're about to talk about a racist girl's. Oh, remarks God. and we are going to play the audio clip i just want to yeah she's a mess um yeah we have to i do have a question that devin proposed to me last night and i thought of it and i was like i have to bring this up tomorrow to hillary on the podcast what was steve gutenberg in the 80s hot hang on now i have to look it up 80s <laughs> 80s steve gutenberg because yeah. i i was like i like thought about it and i was like yeah he was hot in like that paul rudd like jason bateman kind of like accessible way mm. Like hot Jewish dad kind yeah, of way. Yeah, and like Albert Brooks. In like... Yeah! Okay, oh, I mean, yeah. Kind of giving me Dennis Reynolds. Ooh, like Glenn Howerton realness? Yeah, like Kroger brand, but yes. Yeah, Kroger brand, Glenn Howerton. <laughs> okay. The fact that like we use Kroger brand as if like that's like a blatant thing, like a thing that everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> Does Do people that aren't from the Midwest even know what Kroger is? Farmer Jack? Isn't Kroger Ralph's in California? I think so. I think so. And then I think I think it's Wegmans in the in the in the, the East Coast. I think they're all the same brand. Cool. Or I could just making up all of this. And there's just like the Kroger family is listening to this podcast being like, we are not associated with Ralph or the Wegmans. If the Kroger family is listening to this podcast, I will jump out the window right now. Can I get some Kroger points, please? <laughs> Can I get a new a new coupon card? Okay, so this week, we are just, oh, bless you. Yeah, just to give you guys a heads up, guys, my allergies have been acting up, so I cannot stop sneezing. Oh, boy. (laughs) This week, we're going to be discussing episodes one and two of Cycle 6 of America's Next Top Model. 
It's like it was like a two hour premiere, so it's one episode, but the Wikipedia page says it's two. So we're gonna go with that. I agree. We we spent a long time before this podcast opened discussing what <laughs> what episodes we are recapping today. Because we're professional at this show. We're a professional here at America's Next Top Best Friend. Speaking of professionals, we were mentioned on an actual legitimate <gasps> professional podcast. Woo! We love you, Ronnie and Ben. Love you, Ronnie and Ben. I mentioned, I believe I mentioned last week that we went out to have drinks with the Watch What Happens guys mm-hmm. after their New York show a few weeks ago. And then Ben and Ronnie had their bonus episode, which costs a dollar per episode. So just give give them Patreon money if you subscribe on on to Watch What Happens. Just do it. Did he say your name? Yes, he forgot my name, which I am okay with. Tell me everything he said. He said this girl who has a podcast called America's Next Top Best Friend, where they're recapping America's Next Top Model from the beginning. And Ronnie went, "Ooh, wow!" <gasps> I know, isn't that the best part? <laughs> So they mentioned our boss by name, and we're famous now. That's how it works. I'll still remember the little people. Yeah, we try to. All right. Now I'm like raring to go. Can we jump into the episode? Let's jump in to Cycle 6! Yes. It opens with Tyra's voiceover talking about all the winners, and she says, Our winners are working models that are working you take a note on that because that's literally my first note are they though <laughs> working models that are working okay and clearly adrian and tyra haven't fallen out yet because mm-hmm. adrian is still featured in the opening credits of they the showed show. every single winner did they show yoana i don't remember yeah, they did okay because yeah. i don't know if we've mentioned on this podcast but adrian was basically considered to be persona non grata I think it's after this season that she says some shit about Tyra. But she basically, like, is very honest that the fashion industry wanted nothing to do with her after she participated on the show. Like, she asked Tyra for support and Tyra didn't do anything. Like, and Tyra was not happy with the fact that their first winner went out of their way to, you know, talk shit about the competition. And so Adrian is not featured in a lot of, like, alumni photos or, like, winners packages or whatever. Oh, so, God. because of it. So continuing on, Sarah. Sarah is the first one we see in the, the airport. And yeah, because we're at LAX, of course. Oh, God. Um, that, yeah, still in LA. <laughs> then Danielle. Queen Danielle. All gap-toothed and arkansas and I love her. Then that racist girl, Danny, who quote yeah. says, I'm a cheerleader and I have so many friends. My life is a dream. And it's like a girl who says stuff like that, like, your life is going to get real hard in a few next few years. It really is. So then we also see Danny in the car. She's in the, the van with like Feranda and Gina and somebody. I forget who else, but it's like a few of the girls. I think Molly Sue might be in there too. And Danny's like, they're talking about what the audition was like. And Danny was like, my my tryout was like 95% black girls. I just, I, I didn't know it would be like that. Bitch, you are from Texas. Texas is not milky white, like eggshell white all everywhere no texas is full of fucking black people because your people stole them from africa and brought them there (laughs) i like to remind people like the reason why black people exist in america is because white people literally stole them and brought them here like so you can't be like i didn't know there were black people there would be black people there your family stole them the way she says it is just so obviously racist she says it in a way where she's like 
like the fact that there were black people there makes me think less of this competition is her her undertone and she's so confused when the girls are like what the fuck do you mean by that yeah when Veranda's like why did you say that literally she's like what it's the first time I think in her entire life that she'd ever been called out for that which is terrifying because she's 18 years old yeah it's her first experience in the real world and but Danny, of course, in her audition said that she is. Are you? Do you have it? I want to pull it up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. It's it's early on in the episode. My entire life has been a dream. And I really football games, and I have so many friends. How many girls were at like I don't trial? Know. It was like ninety five percent black girls. It was all black girls. Really? I didn't realize it was going to be like that. Like, whenever I went, I was like, Piranha okay. staring daggers. I mean, what's your point, though? I mean, what's your point, though? I mean, what's your point, though? Like, there's just one black girl. Uh-huh. Whoever edited this YouTube video. Oh, okay, here's her Here's her audition tape. I have mm-hmm. my opinion, and I try to stay to it. I am the most uber-conservative, mm-hmm. Republican, hardcore Baptist you can ever imagine in your whole life. I don't like gay people. I don't like Muslims. I don't like abortions. I don't like anything liberal. But other than that, I really like to get along with people. Usually. <laughs> okay, you don't like gay people? Why the fuck do you want to be a model? <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you stupid? She's a monster. She's just such a monster. She's such an idiot. Like, also, there, I found another Bar- BuzzFeed article on Top Model that I think you and I should read and talk about on this podcast. It's a BuzzFeed article called How America's Next Top Model Put Identity Front and Center and about basically how the show, like, Send me it. started Please. complex conversations about race and gender that needed to be happening. So, um, uh, anyway. oh, my next note is, in all caps, oh my god, Jade, I see you. We've started Jade. almost every episode of this podcast with an audio clip of Jade that is in the third episode of this cycle. So Yeah, and when I was, I, because I accidentally took notes for that episode before I realized we weren't doing it today, I was doing, it was reading it with Devin, and I literally, I like saw her in, in the scarf, the infamous scarf that she wears oh, while Oh, I thought it was so, a towel. I, I, it's a scarf. <laughs> but I like hit him on the arm, like, oh my god, it's coming. Oh my god, it's coming. Devin, Devin, she's about to say it. And then she said it, and I was like, she said it! <laughs> She said the name of our podcast. This is not America's <laughs> next top best friend. Uh, so then both the J's come out. Mr. J in a paisley button down, unbuttoned all the way to his hip bones, basically. Yeah, Mr. J cannot button a shirt above his ribcage. <laughs> so true. Uh, and they, uh, they announced that the first challenge, as they unroll a red carpet, is the girls have three mm-hmm. minutes to put together an outfit using their own clothes, and they have to show three of Tyra's runway walks. Slutty. <laughs> slutty. <laughs> Sultry sexy. I just wrote slutty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I literally think I meant... No, I wrote salty. S-U-L-T-T-Y. Oh, I wrote to write sultry. <laughs> Sophisticated and young, virginal, upbeat. Mm-hmm. Those are three words um, that... Okay. Yeah, those are words. Those are words. Yeah, those are three words that people use to describe things. Dr. Yvonne, who basically only is featured in this part of the episode and we never see her again, mm-hmm. um, has like just like a killer walk, like a gorgeous walk, like and knows it. 
She's working This girl out. named Andrea is wearing a top that's made out of sequins. And Jay's like, ooh, I like that. Can I have that? He mutters under his breath. He's like, I wonder if I could pull that off. Hmm. Oh, I said, I feel like I'm seeing old friends slash enemies. Uh-huh. I just it's haven't true. watched the cycle in so long. Me either. I watched the first two episodes when I was like, just let cycle th- five run through after I finished my notes. And then I was like, I'm going to wait. And then I waited. It's been worth it. Thank God. So yeah, Yvonne, Dr. Yvonne wins the challenge. And then it cuts to the next day over breakfast. And the Jays are like, Tyra's so sorry she couldn't be here. But we have a video message from her. And they play it. And Tyra's like, I'm so sorry I can't be there. (laughs) And then she goes, you guys are going to be what? America's Next Top Model. I can't hear you. America's Next Top Model. And then she crashes through the doors and goes, I can't hear you. And she's like, of course I'm here, guys. I have nothing going on in my life because my talk show hasn't been picked up yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the girls asked Tyra to do a catwalk and then she does like one of the worst catwalks I've ever seen, even if it is a joke. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you're a model. You don't, what? Very bouncy. Yeah, she like walks down like she's drunk and then she starts twerking <laughs> and I hate her. Also, what is that wig she's wearing? I don't know, but I've got a problem with it. The bangs. And I was on her Instagram the other day and I was just like, how is your hairline still this busted? <laughs> like, what? I looked through her Instagram and it made me really sad, actually. I hate that I just said that, but it did. It's like, I know there are like Instagram models who have better photography than she does. You know? Speaking of fucked up hairlines, we forgot to say the name of this episode. It's The Girls Go Bald. (laughs) Speaking of fucked up hairlines. (laughs) Bitch, I can't. Yeah, Leslie asks Tyra to do a catwalk. And then Tyra like booty pops and shakes her butt before she leaves. And you see Mr. J smile frozen on his face dead in the eyes look at miss j just like mm, here we go again <laughs> like god damn it i'm doing this again mm-hmm. i hope the money's worth it and then we go into casting yeah it's real quick i love it so the first up is sarah who is six foot one found in a mall found in a mall she was scouted for auditions and it's gonna become her re- recurring narrative for the rest of the season she went to georgetown <laughs> Yeah, she went to Georgetown. She actually wor- works for the Department of Justice now. I looked her up. Probably, yeah. Yeah, she got married and then she like, she like basically tried to model for a bit and then didn't and then went to law school, went to Georgetown Law. All right. Yeah, good for her. But yeah, J- Sarah's narrative throughout the entire season is basically going to be, I was found in a mall, always constantly trying to prove herself. Yeah, basically. it's it's the fact that because she didn't audition and they came to her, it does she want this as much yeah. as the other girls. Newsflash, exactly. she doesn't. She does not. Uh, <laughs> Then next up's Feranda, who says she's from the boondocks and used to be a phone sex operator. And then she does impressions of her different voices, and they're so good. My favorite one's the dominatrix, because she's trying to be a dominatrix, but she just goes, why are you calling me? What do you want? (laughs) Is that mean? The most, like, like virginal dominatrix in the world. (laughs) There's the girls on FetLife right now being like, um, that is not what it's like at all. Uh, then we meet Carrie, who's like Goldilocks. Yeah, she looks like a cabbage patch doll. Yes, or a brat doll. Boring. 
She's boring. They ask her to name some current top models, and she goes, um, Giselle Bonchen, Adriana Lima, and Mr. J goes, somebody without a Victoria's Secret contract. Crickets. She's like, oh, I only know, like, I only know, I want to be a Victoria's Secret girl. It's like, oh, God. Okay. You have to be 5'11", I think. You have to be 5'11", I think you have to be 110 pounds. It's something like that to be a Victoria's Secret angel. All of them weigh, have the same height and weigh the exact same. Really? Yeah. How do they have Mm -hmm. tits? It's part of your contract. You have to maintain this, like, the exact same weight all the time. Is that why Tyra retired? Like, I think they were moving more into that. That's why, like, I think I, there I was an article a few years ago where they laid all the like, pictures of the girls on top of each other. And literally all of the bodies were almost exactly the same. Like, you could literally have copy and pasted just a face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Carrie, honestly, you're 5'8". You're too short. Go back to school. You're 18. Go back to college. You're 18. Yeah. Um, actually, that's actually a note I have later on in the show, but I'll bring it up. Um. Anyway. Dr. Yvonne, who's literally an actual emergency room doctor, and is 27, and is too fucking old. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Is that the oldest contestant they've ever had? I think so. Except for what's coming next season, I'm guessing. Because next season they got rid of the age age thing. They did? Yeah, you can be any age to audition next season. Oh, boy. I'm pretty sure you can be any age or any... No, any size was like the cycle before it got canceled. Cycle 22. Was when the shit... Tyra was like, I don't care. Come however you are. Tyra, what are you doing? But it's like, if you're 5'4", you can be a fit model. But it's like, that's not the kind of model that these shows are trying to create. They're trying to create music video, video girls at this point. Correct. So then um, yes. Dr. Yvonne gives the Heimlich to Miss J. <laughs> then we meet Wendy from New Orleans. And this season aired right March 2006. Yeah. So right after Katrina. Yeah. Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. And so she doesn't know where her dad is. Mm-hmm. There is something, there's something so amoral about the casting of Wendy to me. Mm-hmm. There's another girl, I think, in the short season whose, like, brother had just gotten murdered. And I'm like, did you guys cast these emotionally fragile women just to send them home? Like, within two episodes? Because that's what happens mm-hmm. with both of them. And it's just like, with Wendy, I'm just like, you're beautiful, I don't think you're a model. I'm sorry. No. But like, like I, w- I would have rather have had literally sobbing Andrea the entire season. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I thought Andrea, Andrea had a career after this. I looked her up. I Remember? have so many notes about how annoying she is. <laughs> she, but I think that she, they, they thought that she was going to get cast. I think the editor thought she was going to get cast because she gets so much screen time in this episode. Oh, yeah. She, Andrea mm-hmm. is from Ohio, and she's never been away from her family for more than a day. Girl. 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 Girl, girl, girl. Do you not never went on, like, a high school vacation to, like, Cedar Point? Yeah. Did you go on a physics trip to Cedar Point? <laughs> did you travel with speech and debate overnight? Seriously. Did you go to any theater competitions throughout the country? No, but she's a grape smasher, so no. Oh, yeah. Ohio. <laughs> I keep imagining her from the middle of the country, but she's from Ohio. Yeah, from Ohio. What kind of grapes are they smashing in Ohio? I don't want to drink Ohio wine. I don't want to drink Andrea Foot grapes. <laughs> yeah, but Andrea's literally in tears Ugh. in every shot of her, I think. She's relieved but that she doesn't make it. Yeah, she really, you can tell that she's relieved that she doesn't make it. It makes, she's, I have the note, she's a fragile, broken bed. <laughs> Darling. <laughs> Darling. Tony and I have a thing with Lisa Vanderpump, 
where we will like quote her lines and we pretend that she gets older and older by the end of the sentence that all her teeth fall out. So she'll be like, are you a good horse? Worthy of a biscuit. And all her teeth fall out. Lisa Vanderpump, we love you. Okay. Move aside, Andrea. Jade's coming in. Jade is here. Put on your jade colored glasses. All caps. Jade is the most extra. Jade has zero humility. Mm. Like, Jade calls herself the undiscovered supermodel. I counted in the first two episodes six different times. Six different times she calls herself the undiscovered supermodel. Every time I'm walking down the street, heads are just turning. Like, who is that girl? Okay, I'm going to humble brag about myself. No, I'm going to flat out brag about myself. As Mm. someone who actually turns heads when she walks down the street, I would never say something like that. (laughs) Humility she does not lack. As a hot bitch... Don't talk about how hot you are unless you're drunk. <laughs> but like, that's actually a personality trait I realize. This is my drunk personality trait. It's like when I get drunk, I'm like, I'm, I'm so hot. I, don't, I just don't understand how you guys can handle I it. Hate I'm that. so good. I hate that <laughs> so much. <laughs> like, did I tell you about what I did at that party I went to last month? No. I literally at some point, I was, I was this level of drunk. I was like gin and tonic drunk. And I like walked up to this dude and I just went, you're the hottest guy here. Do you want to know how I know? I'm the hottest girl here. And then I just walked away. Did he respond? He laughed at me. He's like, like he was like, thanks. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm hysterical too. <laughs> I'm imagining myself standing next to you and my face turning bright red and running to hide. So yeah, Mondo like ran away from me. <laughs> oh, God. It was, a, it was a night. Um. <laughs> then we meet Gina, who is... Very confused and wearing Daisy Dukes. Very annoying. <laughs> she walks in and she's like, I want to represent Asians. There aren't enough Asian models. And then she's like, but I don't really identify as a Korean American. I don't date Asian guys. And they're like, what are you trying to say? And she's like, um, well, wait, she's 21. I thought she was 18. Yeah, she's, 21. Mm-hmm, she's 21. I had to verify that when because they, they show her when she gets drunk in the next episode. I was like. I was like, they wouldn't show an 18-year-old getting drunk on TV. Of course. Okay, well, I granted her a lot of... Yeah, no, don't do that. Gina gets no pass. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to disregard some notes later. Because I I was like, if I was 18 and put on TV, I would embarrass myself like this because I don't know who I am. Okay, girl, get it together. She's the kind of girl who probably has said these things to, like, other people and never gotten called out about it. Then she, like, says it to, like, the wrong person. They're like, no, that doesn't make any damn sense. And then uh, we meet TK. Mm-hmm. T- or Tanika. Tanika. She, her friends yeah. call her TK. Who, whose life was hard because she had good her. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> I don't have good her. I have, like, the thickest head of black woman hair you could possibly think of. I've shed the amount of hair that people grow in, like, a month. <laughs> like, 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 I... I like literally i took my braids down like a few weeks ago and i was just like how do i have so much fucking hair in my head i just don't understand it yeah i take very good care of my edges though i oil them every night yes bitch. Um, but yeah no having good her is like not having a kitchen in the back having yeah it's it's a whole thing there's yeah. a documentary about it by chris rock you should go see it okay anyway my next note andrea broken bad darling <laughs> still 
a broken bird. <laughs> Miss J says she needs to eat something other than grapes. She yeah, she's really skinny. She's real skinny. Her arm is like. Mm. Why do you remember Leah? Leah was the girl who's the, the go-go, go-go dancer. dancer. I have a note yeah. on her, and I was like, why should she make it? Cast. Yeah, she should have gotten cast. She reminds me of Brooke from next season. Yes, I would have rather had her over Wendy or Leslie, probably or Gina. I like Leslie. She's I. Well, we're we're about to get to her. Well, Leslie reminds me of a less annoying Giselle from season one. But yeah, no, I wish Leah had gotten cast. I think that she was like the a few seconds of, of screen time she got. I was I like, know. damn, Same. you're interesting. I would like you. I th- I would agree. And then there's a montage mm-hmm. of girls who don't make it, and then we see this gorgeous girl pretending to be Dracula. And I was like, who are you? And am I in love with you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what my next note is? What? Just yes. <laughs> Joni moonwalks <laughs> into my heart. Um, but Joni is literally a pastor's daughter who is like, so I rebelled a, a little bit. She rebelled a lot of bit by doing like amateur nights and being a cage dancer, and I love her for it. Joni's a great dancer. Yeah. The clips they showed of her dancing, I was like. Like, she's, even when she was like, she's real cute then we meet leslie who's hispanic and she calls miss j a woman and mr j's like well i love her she's my favorite oh yeah 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 she's like if i ever brought home a black guy it'd be a problem and then i was like what if you brought home miss j she's like they don't have a problem with black women <laughs> and all the judges are like <laughs> yes and then my next note is i loved leslie until her dumb tattoo she has an oh, Angelina yeah. Jolie tattoo. And as everyone knows who listens to this podcast, I can't stand Angelina Jolie. I actually went on a 15-minute rant to Devin about Angelina Jolie yesterday. Because you read the thing about her with the Cambodian children? No. She was, Another like, one? basically doing, holding auditions for this movie that she made with Netflix that she filmed in Cambodia. Oh, she also, like, apparently broke a lot of, like, human rights violations because she worked with the Cambodian government, which is notoriously corrupt and, like... Oh, okay you know, a not pro human rights for its like people and stuff. She's a fraud. Yeah, but she was basically like offering these children, like bartering children money. And then like when they would take the money, she would pretend like she was shocked and be like, you stole from me. And Wait, she what? Just, yeah, no, you should read about it. It's in Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. <gasps> but basically, she's done terrible things for adoption in America. There are plenty of children in America that are worth adopting. But y'all are like, oh, I want a brown baby from Africa. Some of those babies in America are brown, too. Sorry. No. Is that tattoo uh, something about an eating disorder? What nourishes me destroys me? Yeah. I was like, what the hell does that mean? It's one of those stupid, like, things that you get tattooed on your body when you're 16 and you don't think about until you're an adult. And you're like, that doesn't make any damn sense. Okay, it's just being evanescence then. You know what nourishes me destroys me? Twinkies. (laughs) Alcohol. (laughs) Fucking 7-Eleven Slurpees. Pasta. Ramen. Pizza. Carbs. (laughs) Yep. What nourishes me destroys me. Her stupid tattoo. Also, you can't be a model with an underbelly tattoo. Sorry. You can't. I'd rather a tramp stamp than a tattoo on your stomach. When you get pregnant, isn't that thing just gonna like... Uh. (laughs) Like, stretch out? Like... And then you Is that just like, a squiggly line? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Thomas Jefferson signed your bundle. <laughs> like your belly is the Declaration of Independence. But the bottom part where they ran out of room. 
All right, this is going to put us in a better mood. Danielle. Danielle! She's a queen. In a popped collar polo. Her life is so hard. Oh, God. But, like, yeah, her mom has rheumatoid arthritis. I'm Danielle's mom. I know. And that's what I thought. I was like, Hillary can identify with that. I cried. I couldn't help it. My favorite part is that, like, she's walking the runway, and then she stops to pose, and she trips ever so slightly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And, like, but she recovers so charmingly that none of the judges, like, all the judges laugh with her. They're all just like, whoop. (laughs) like and i'm like because you're the best it's so interesting like watching the girls that are charming enough to like pull off the judges liking them it's just uh je ne sais quoi like you can't put a finger on that quality but like five of Mm -hmm. the girls have it where they can do anything and the judges are like i like her yeah it's like danielle and Joni, untouchable pretty much Mm -hmm. from the get-go molly sue leslie well tyra doesn't like molly sue because molly sue isn't like Oh my god. Did I tell you that I did look through, speaking of Molly Sue, actually, um, I think we're almost to her, actually, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, let's just wait. Um, Yeah, so Danielle, yeah, 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 Danielle's life is hard, but she's wonderful, and she's beautiful, and Mm -hmm. she's charismatic as hell, and this is when they go to dinner, and Danny starts talking some nonsense, of course. Danielle asks her, she's like, so what kind of views do you have? And do, and, and then Danny's like, well, I don't believe in affirmative action. And Danielle's <sighs> like, what the fuck? And it's like, first of all, also, you're a woman. You benefit from affirmative action, even if you're white. Dumbass. That's what Title IX was for. You know nothing. Like, I want you guys to know this. Title IX is there to let women go to college and participate in sports and shit. It allows you to have scholarship money to go to school. Oh, God. So don't don't start. When white women start in on affirmative action, I'm like, it benefits you just as much as it Shut benefits people. Shut the fuck up. Like, I'm sorry you you feel like you need to blame black people because you're not good enough at things. Sorry. You're not good enough. It's that simple. So, so Danielle's like, tell me this. I worked at Abercrombie and Fitch. I was the only black girl there. And Danny, like, stops her and she's like, well, why would black people, like, shop Yeah, she, she basically, like, and she realizes halfway through her sentence yeah, that how she sad it sounds. And she stops. And you see Joni stick up for Danielle for the first time, and she just goes, hi, hi, you need to think before you speak, mm-hmm. you dumbass. And then we hear from a random girl, Rebecca, who goes, Rebecca. Danny keeps swearing she's not racist, but she keeps saying racist things. <laughs> <laughs> And Danny is literally America. Like, Ugh. this is probably the first representation we've seen of, like, like what we're dealing with now in 2017, which is, like, white people claiming they can't be racist because they're not walking around with KKK hoods on. You can be racist. They're just more blatant about it. Right. And also, like, if you honestly don't think you're racist, then you don't have the proper definition. And here, shut up and listen and learn. So you're not if someone's telling you you're being racist. The reaction is not. No, I'm not being racist. You're incorrect. That is never the proper response. To quote Louis C.K. If somebody tells you that what you're saying hurts or offends them, you don't get to decide that it didn't. Oh, I love that episode with Michael Rappaport. That's one of my favorite episodes of television. I need to rewatch that. Yeah, It's really true. So. Yeah, if I tell you you're being racist, you're being racist. Shut the fuck up and de- and take it. Even if you don't think of it as, it is. It is. Fucking HBO. Uh, I'm still mad about that Confederate TV show. 
Yeah, I the, here's what I want. I want white people that are okay with showing rape on television on a regular basis, telling the people the stories of brown people. In oh America. God! Oh God! Yeah, that's not your story. And, no, but the thing is, like, they're like, well, we created the show with two black people, and they've been toting these black people around to every media source that they can to make it seem like this is okay, and they're okay with it, so it's not that bad. And even HBO's response is basically like, "Don't knock it until you see it, guys." And it's like we don't we we don't want you to make it at all. That's what we're asking for. <laughs> like like this Ew. is clearly a wound that hasn't been healed and probably won't be healed in my lifetime. It doesn't until, and probably shouldn't be. And shouldn't be. No. You guys don't get to tell stories about Confederacy. You don't get to do that. <sighs> Sorry. I knew that Danny was gonna start some some bullshit. <laughs> anyway, um then the next day we go back and we get Kathy. She like Kathy. is from wrong turn. Like I just imagine she's from West Virginia and there's incest in her family line. She learned. They see we get a, a funny shot of Kathy being like, I want to learn how to dance. And all the girls show her to dance. And she's like, quote, dropping it low. But it really looks like she's falling. Gonna break something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was worried for her spine. Like she like would drop so fast. I was like, "Oh, girl, like your tailbone." Her I knees. Like, grab my tailbone. Her knees. She is literally a hillbilly. My next note is, and Celia, if you're listening to this podcast, please don't come at me for saying this. I wrote, "Kathy reminds me of much more naive Southern Celia from ten years ago." <laughs> Celia is my best friend. She is like 100% limbs. But then we get Nena. Ugh. Nena who, much like Nicole from Cycle 3, who we had to have in order to get Molly Sue, we had to have Nena in order to get Fatima. Wow. Yeah. I don't like Nena. You don't? I don't get it. I don't. I've never liked her. I, even when I, but when I rewatched this season a few years ago, I realized it's because she's a total bitch. She, she's a bitch. She, she is a bitch later on, but she's fine in these first two episodes. In these first two episodes, but it's like it's very much just like I don't know. I like there's something about her. I'm just like you were really given everything and set up to like win this competition, and you just faltered. Yeah, she was like, she, she was set up runner. to win this. She she was the front runner from the get. She has a sad story though. She like that's why she was sent back to Nigeria when she was from t- ages two to twelve. So she's an American citizen. She has an accent, and like her mom kept having girls, and like because her-, her dad can't fucking. It's her dad's fault that he can't, that she yeah. couldn't have girl, that couldn't have a boy. Just reminding you, everyone. And basically, her dad, her mom was told that she shouldn't have a fifth baby, but her dad was like, I really want to have a son because my family hates your, like, basically hates my wife because she can't give me a male heir. And then her mom died after giving birth to her, uh, to a fifth girl. So fucked up. And it is the man's fault that you, that she cannot have a baby boy. All biological issues that people want to put on women are more often come from male sperm. Preach it, girl. Down syndrome comes from older men. Sorry, it's just true. It comes from his sperm. Sorry you couldn't have sperm that made boys. And then we meet Molly Sue, who's 25. I remembered her as younger. Molly Sue, 25, from Tampa. <laughs> and wait, do the next part. <laughs> I'm really nervous, so don't make me cry. I think yeah, that's what she said. No, that's it. That was what I wanted you to say. 
and I couldn't remember. I was like, I was like, she says something, something that's funny, and she just has a dry sense of humor. Like Amanda's delivery was perfect, but Tyra can't understand anyone unless they're screaming how much they love her. So she's like, she doesn't have a personality, and I'm like, she does. It's Daria. It's Daria. I looked at Molly's Instagram. Oh, she's 37 now. She looks in fucking incredible. She looks amazing. Like, beautiful. Oh, oh my God. Molly Sue, we could probably get her to come on this podcast. I feel like she would be the most likely person from this season. But she's so successful. Will she have time? She's not modeling anymore. Oh, she's not? Thank God. She's She's 37, so probably not. But she was really successful at the time, like, after the show. She was one of the first alumni of the show to actually go on and, like, do Vogue and actually work. And uh, I love her. Anyway, yeah. Then we have Brooke, who... The older I get, the more I understand Brooke's beauty. Yeah. When I was younger, I was like, I don't get it. But now I'm like, no, that's a beautiful fucking woman. Oh, my God. Correct. Very interesting looking, just gorgeous woman. But then we, we learn a fun fact about Tyra, which is that Tyra loves airplane food. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine having this be a personality trait of yours? <laughs> Like, I unironically love ramen noodles, and I think they're ja- the, the jam, <laughs> but I don't think I've had enough airplane food to be like, I love it. You're that uninteresting that that's a fun fact about you. Great. Like, I like pretzels. I like the pretzels they give us. I feel like those Delta pretzels are really good. Okay, and then and then it's time for Danny's casting. And the first oh. thing Tyra says to her, she's like, I hear you've been involved in some debates. And then we get that clip of her audition tape again. And Danny's like, I've just been attacked the entire time I've been here. And I'm like, no, you've been attacking people with having terrible opinions. <laughs> you only people with shitty opinions who claim that they're being attacked. Yup. And you're bad at arguing. Yeah. And everyone was like, people, no one was yelling at her. Literally. Like, even Danny, Dan- like, Danielle was like horrified by what she's saying. She just goes, don't ever speak to me like that. Like, say anything like that to me again. Exactly. No one was yelling at her. And she was yelling at people. And Tyra and the Jays are like, Everyone in this business is gay. So gay, what are you gay, doing? Gay, 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 and she's like, gay, I just gay. have a moral obligation to my church. And you get a shot of Miss J. Oh, whose stop. face. She literally drops her pen and like looks away like <laughs> this bitch right here. Literally like has her pen in her hand is looking at her and just drops it. And it's like she mm. is killer at like ending the scene with a great Mm-hmm. pantomime yeah. doesn't say it's anything she just like does a pose mm-hmm. expression yeah. like danny's like and like danny's defense makes no sense because first she's like they act like i've never heard of gay people hello i'm a cheerleader and then it's like okay so you know about gay people then she's like, well, I have a moral obligation to my church, so I can't support your lifestyle. Right, and then her third argument is she was like, I was just trying to get people's attention in my audition tape. Like, I don't mm-hmm. believe that. And it's like, you have claimed you do for the whole beginning of the competition. And also have said things that confirm that you believe yeah. those things. And like, all of them are just like, girl, we can't help you. The producers wanted her so bad. And the everyone was probably bad. like... Look. No, I think that was one of those things Tyra was like, no, I'm not having the kid. Good do job, that. Tyra. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get narrowed down to 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah. Jays tell the girls that each makeup station, and when they say makeup station, they mean like metal box. Like a, like a caboodle. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, has a photo of uh, 20 girls moving on and they go, go! And the girls charge the Jays and they have to hug each other <laughs> so they don't get trampled. Every talking head we've seen so far makes it. Except for Shakita, who we didn't even talk about. Yeah. Also, the girls in this season, everyone has the same eyebrows. Spider legs. I call them sperms. Did one girl have a face tattoo? Or did she just have really elaborate eyeliner on? I didn't see a face tattoo. I swear to God, there was one, like, I think it was the Dracula girl, because it was a girl that we had never seen, but she had, like, some kind of, like, swirly action going on in, like, this part of her eye. Oh, probably just, like, goth makeup. Like, but she was crying. And it wasn't smudged. So. I don't know. I think she had a face tattoo. I really (laughs) hope so. I really think that the the editors thought that Rebecca and Andrea were being cast. Because you see more of them. They get more talking heads than Brooke, Leslie, or Carrie do. Or even Wendy, I think. Mm. Jade is wearing a crochet page boy hat. It is one of the most hideous things I've ever seen anyone put on their body. So the girls have 10 minutes to take the makeup in their caboodle boxes and do makeup for a beauty shoot that's going to be head and shoulders. And they get 10 frames and they have to pose themselves. Yeah. Leslie says that Kathy doesn't look like a model to her. Mm-hmm. And Nena throws shade without, like, even trying. And she's just like, I don't expect to see Danny in the house. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the, the photo shoot happens, blah, blah, blah. It's relatively boring. But then the look at the photos, I think that this is one of the best collection of of photos they've had for this audition segment ever. Yeah. You know. I have a lot of notes on this. So Tyra and the Jays are evaluating the 10 frames of each girl. They call Andrea a clothes hanger. Miss J says she adores Sarah. Yeah, which I think is really interesting because I feel like Jay probably is going to turn on her right quick. That's what I was thinking. They say Nana. Nana... <laughs> no, say it. Nana looks like Eddie Murphy, Eddie Mon's baby. <laughs> what but, kind of insult? But I see it. <laughs> but I see it. I mean, I do. But like, I don't want to look like Eddie Murphy at any point in my life. Ugh. Yeah, she's like stunning, so it's a compliment. Jody shocks Tyra in a good way. Miss J wants to shave Danielle's top lip. Yeah, she, she does have a mustache in those photos. Molly seems robotic. Yeah, Joni's Joni's photos though they're amazing. Yeah, and Tyler was like, I would like didn't want this girl to be in the top twenty, but now I'm like, no, I'm glad that I did. This girl is a model, and she is. Hell yeah! Like even that one photo they picked of her, I was like, damn, Joni. The one where sure. she's holding her hair up and her head's turned to yeah. profile. They say Carrie's yeah, adorable. Looks Danny looks like she's in a graduation photo, and she belongs in the PTA and will be a great mom. A nice mom, not a great mom. <laughs> that I was like, I was like, that's just like such a read in such an interesting way (laughs) they're like well now we have all of her consent she signed all of our release forms so let's trash her since she's garbage leslie has good photos but she has a duck booty walk and she gets eliminated for her walk which is really interesting because she only did runway after the show ended really yeah she's on project runway (gasps) i think she was on cycle 10 or cycle nine, whatever Anya season. Gina is plain. Yes. Dr. Yvonne does not have a young face. Okay, here's my opinion about Dr. Yvonne's photos. They gave the makeup in her kit was not dark enough for her. Cause it's the and it's the wrong undertone. Because she looks ashy. She literally looks gray in her photos. And she also has that flashback 
from the from tumor from powder underneath her eyes, like in this area, mm-hmm. under right underneath her eyeballs. It didn't blend well, and then the the flashback came, and then it showed all over her face. So she looked ashy and looked like she was covered in powder. Mm-hmm. Poor Doctor Evon. Um, Miss J has more positive comments for the models this go around than ever. I think. Yeah, it's very interesting. Somebody yeah. had a few drinks. True. Then call out. Call it order. Jade is called first. <gasps> then Sarah, Molly Sue, Leslie, Joni, Nena. Oh, okay. Uh, Carrie, Brooke, Danielle, Kathy, Veranda, Gina, and Wendy are all our top 13. Yay! And Tyra has her hair pulled back in a snooky bouffant. Andrea, girl, get it together. She's she's sobbing the entire time during callouts and after during callouts. Literally, is doing that like smile, that like, cry smile, like. <laughs> but Andrea is beautiful. She, she is. She has got those far apart eyes. Got those cheekbones. And then all the girls do weird dances, and then Tyra and the rest of the girls go go whoever go whoever go whoever. And then Joni goes up and she like takes her shoes off and like cabbage patches yeah she basically cabbage patches. and tyra goes yeah. Joni, what are you doing, are you doing? <laughs> okay so episode two which is really just the second half of episode one the girls yep. are in pasadena mr j crashes through a blown up magazine cover of himself <laughs> my, my note to that is god i love this show literally jay comes in because they're like basically in some hotel banquet room Mm-hmm. Jay comes in, asks them if they're ready, and they're like, "Yeah!" And then they get in another car, and they go to another hotel banquet room. It's like, what? What are these transitions? <laughs> and then he says, "In the world of modeling, the pretty gene is not enough." Out pops my my actual queen. We literally, I screamed like I like I forgot that this happened. I knew that she showed up at some point in this season, but I was like, I thought it was later, and then no, Janice. Janice is here. And it is amazing. And the girls do not react appropriately, in my opinion. No. Somebody no. needs to be on the floor bowing. Janice Dickinson's going to talk to the girls about personality. And she says, and you thought I was finished. Nobody did, Pat Janice. Nobody did. Jade calls her the world's oldest supermodel. I cackled. <laughs> Idiot. Janice is basically there to observe them while they go through a press conference. And there's only one mic for each table. So they have to Two really fight for the attention. Yeah. Two microphones a set. Yeah. And Janice looks amazing. Her blowout is on point. Her glamorous smoky eye. <laughs> she looks great. I actually have lists on the press. Okay. Do you have okay. the 12-year-old boy? Yeah. No, I do. Because there's more to that. Okay. So the press is Todd Newton, Trish Moreno, Rolanda Watts, Tina Frazier, and Trey Smith, who is Will Smith's son. What? And he's your age. As in, like, at the time... He was 12. He was literally 12. <gasps> Wait, son with who? It's him and Gina's son. They have a third? Yeah! He's the, li- the, the not famous one. I had no idea. But I looked no him up and I idea. verified his IMDb page and everything and his Instagram and everything. Yeah. Son, 1992, son of Will Smith, actor slash DJ. And I love the fact that they list him as a special correspondent because he was a special correspondent on Entertainment Tonight for one episode. I'm so confused. Which means that you know that Tyra probably called Jada and was, or told Will and was like, so I need, I need help. <laughs> exactly. I can't. So, I can't. Yep. Or, I don't think he, he's his son with 
Jada. Because I don't think him and Jada were married at this point. That's why I asked. He's the older half-brother of Jaden and Willow. I'm sorry. Okay. Who's his mom? Sheree Fletcher. (laughs) What? She's not famous. Okay. So the first question the press asks is, who's the frontrunner of this competition? And Danielle snatches the mic from Feranda. And then Feranda somehow gets it back and she goes, I'm the fierce, fabulous Feranda. And then Jade snatches the mic from Feranda. And she says, for the fifth or sixth time, I'm the undiscovered supermodel. Molly Sue starts to talk and Jade goes, shut up, shut up. And Janice goes, zip it. Zip it is nicer. Because Janice and Kelly Ben Simone are the same person. (laughs) Zip it. Zip it. Zip it. Zip it. Brooke says she isn't here to make friends. She's here to win. And Janice goes, good God, Brooke. (laughs) Joni says she looks up to Stella Tennant. Or did that autocorrect? No, Stella Tennant. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, good for you mentioning like an actual model. model. Hasn't been. Yeah. Who sacrificed the most to be here? And then I was like, okay, I'm going to do this one. Yeah. But I'm also like, let Wendy speak. Yeah. Let Wendy speak. Let Wendy speak. They asked Gina Uh, how being an Asian woman factors into her wanting to win this competition. And Gina just meltdown. Okay. I have seen some meltdowns. I don't think I've seen one that's that painful in a really long time. Her mind just went blank. Blank. She's like, I don't. I don't know. I, I I don't even know who I I am. I think I'm having an identity crisis. She yeah. She says she's like I don't I don't know. Like I don't move on. And then they're like, what do you mean move on? She's like I'm freaking out. I'm having an identity crisis. Like I don't know what I'm doing with myself here. And it's just awkward. And Jade and like zeroes in and is like, hmm, she has an insecurity. Target. Yeah, target. <laughs> it's really like I'm sorry. Like as much as I love Jade and as good as of a villain she is, and as like like she makes for a good television, but Jade's a terrible fucking person. Yeah, like, Jade's awful. I love her. Devin actually brought up a really good point. He was like, he was like, will you make sure to mention that sometimes like that more often than not arrogance really is insecurity? And I'm like, in Jade's case, it definitely is. Oh yeah, and like the, Tyra and the Jays say that. They say it constantly, but she never realizes that and still maintains it. It's like, no, like, you very obviously are very insecure about the fact that you're 26 and you haven't had a career. Yeah, exactly. Like, it hurts you. And Jade goes on to talk about how her father's black, white, and Indian, and her mother is just very exotic and white. Which means she's white. crew, (laughs) eggshell, like... cream and so joni's like jade likes that gina's afraid of her because jade calls gina insecure about her race which is true and then jay and janice come out and they're like janice says we were having sex and they're like we're gonna (laughs) announce the winner of the press conference challenge nana Nana! and she gets to pick three friends and she picks gina jade and sarah and they get first pick on their room in the house. Yeah, what a good prize. It's like a cop-out, but it's what they wanted. I would want this. Yeah. Oh, and my notes on the house are just, oh, it's so nice. Modeling agency themed, a Twiggy room, a mine. Oh, but do you know what this house is? What? This is the house that the, ba- the Black Dahlia murder happened in. Shut the fuck up. Not kidding. How? Looked it up. Looked it up. How? Where is this information? I looked up the Black Dahlia house and work backwards. <laughs> <laughs> 
I saw it, okay, I saw it on, like, a random, like, reality TV games thread that I was searching through when I was looking for this season. I was doing these notes. And then I was like, let me verify this. So I looked up, that, like, looked up the, the Black Dolly house. And it, no, it is. It's the exact same Okay, house. we have to look for upside down crosses floating in the background. Yeah. It's haunted, then. It must be. Mm-hmm. Cool. So each room has a theme. The Twiggy room is 60s mod. The Iman room is offensively African. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty much everything this season because, like, they have to with Nena and they just. Can't. The Janice room, the Christy Brinkley room is the most basic. Yeah. Poor Christy. And then the last room is, like, it's just full of, like, ANTM modeling photos and, yeah. like, photos Past of Tyra. Basically, they can't get clearance for actual photography photos to put in this house. Yep. Molly Sue says she looks up to Twiggy, of course. Mm-hmm. Jade says yep. Janice looks like an exotic biracial butterfly, just like me. First occurrence. I love that. There's a courtyard with a pool and jacuzzi. Yeah. And then three of the girls, I think it's Leslie, Jade, and Gina. Yeah, I couldn't tell because it was nighttime. Three girls jump into the pool and someone jumps into the shallow end and I'm like, how? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, ANTM cycle six. Blood everywhere. The Black Dahlia gets another victim. (laughs) Somebody emerges like straight up, and I'm like, Yeah, because bitch, you jumped into the shallow end. How did you not break your ankle? Then the girls go to dinner at Alessi, Amanda. Alessi. Did you look, I did it, look up? it up? Okay. <laughs> and they drink champagne, and Gina gets drunk. And then I made the note, Poor Gina, I would embarrass myself on TV if I was 18, too. But she's 21. Gina got champagne drunk on TV. <laughs> she's so drunk, she can't walk. She got, she got so drunk she can't walk. I don't think I've ever been can't walk drunk. I g- wouldn't know because I've been blackout and I don't know what's happened. Yeah, exactly. But like even when I'm blackout, most people don't know, don't realize it because I blackout real quick. The girls get naked in the hot tub and Joni says she'll give Nena $100 to catwalk naked. And then Jade <laughs> says, I'll do it with you. And Joni says, okay, yeah, I'll split it 50-50. And then Jade says, no, I want a million dollars. And Joni's <laughs> like... Jade acts confident, but hmm. Tyra comes into the house and all the girls scream and she makes fun of them. I don't know why I have the note. Tyra is literally turning into Valerie Cherish. (laughs) It's because of her wig. It's because of her hair. It's because of her wig. She has the red bangs and then like the full. The full red bang and like the the curl, like the wave. Yeah, no, it's it's because of the hair. Was she wearing a jumpsuit? Tracksuit? I think so. Tyra asks all the girls if they um, have any questions for her, and Joni asks uh, for tips for facial expressions. Then Tyra shows. But it's also like, they actually, Coco Rocha does all stars, and she gives some really fucking good advice, which is like, I just do the vowels. And she goes, E-I-O-U, E-I-O-U. And it's like, that's what you're, and her face changes with each one. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's it. That's so smart. Yeah, so smart. And then um, she shows them good and bad examples of like, being goofy. If the press asks. And then, mm, mm, Feranda goes, I know. Hi, I was wondering if you had any tips for girls here that are going to be eliminated. <laughs> and Tyra's like, I'm not answering that question. No. And Feranda's like, I just, I was wondering because some of the girls were asking me. Cuts to Daniel's talking and she's like, ain't nobody asked you. Want to know something? I took no notes on this because I knew that you would have really good ones. And I was like, Hillary could just handle it. (laughs) Because, like, I was like, that's my favorite part of this entire episode. 
And it's and like I was like I was just like I know Hillary's gonna just gonna do a better job with it than I ever could. Stop. Oh, and you did. It was as glorious as I would hoped. It, I hoped it would. That be. is the best part of this episode. It's just such really an is. arrogant, stupid thing where she tries to cover her ass, and everyone, including Tyra's, like, okay, Veranda. Yeah. Anyway, Tyra Mail. Let's cut to the chase. They think they're getting makeovers. because They think they're getting makeovers and they're led to believe they're getting makeovers because they bring them to the Warren Tracomi salon and they meet with Eve Savai. Savai? She's beautiful. She's beautiful. Um, who has like a cute little like short haircut. And then yeah. Jay's like, so Eve, you were a muse of Jean-Paul Gaultier. What, how did you get there? And she's like, well, I shaved my head and then I was a supermodel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jay's like... Guess what, guys? Y'all are going bald this season. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, ah. And he's like, no hairdressers, <laughs> just me and Eve and some clippers. <laughs> I think he enjoyed delivering that line more, much more than he should have. Yes. And then Jade falls down. <laughs> yeah, Jade really falls She pulls down. a U and just falls yeah. straight to the floor. Collapses. And so then Jay's like, nah, we're just doing it for the photo shoot. So they brought them to the salon. And then they make them get back in the car <laughs> and bring them to Kyoto. It was a very <laughs> elaborate prank. To Kyoto Studios, where they're going to be bald and decorated with Swarovski crystals. Yes. A word that I could never spell at any point. No. Yeah, they're going to get bald caps and then they're the makeup artists are going to paint their heads. Molly Sue looks beautiful, as does Nana. Yeah, I think Molly Sue. Kathy looks Nana. terrifying. <laughs> Kathy looks like a cancer patient. <laughs> And who else looked amazing? Uh, Danielle. Danielle oh, Danielle. Amazing. Yes. No hair. You look that beautiful. What the hell? I think that's the first time you ever. You. I really realized how just how beautiful she was. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like wow, that's a stunning woman. Mr. J calls her Regal. Yeah. Actually, that's my part of the episode because she's like, Jacob called me Regal, and I didn't know what that means, so I wasn't like, thank you. <laughs> just in case it was bad. <laughs> just her delivery of that. Just the thank you. <laughs> Kathy feels like a penis with ears because she looks, she looks like, like a penis one. with ears. And she just doesn't understand that. Like, she, Kathy doesn't have like inherent modeling ability. No, she really she's does. horrible. Yeah, she's really bad. Veranda it's painful. practices in the mirror but still blows it. Veranda <laughs> looks like an alien in her photo. Horrible. <laughs> when I was taking my notes for the next episode, they brought up the photo and I started cackling and Devin like wasn't paying attention. He just like looked up and he started laughing too. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Sue wants a list of Nana's allergies. I loved that. See, that's why I like. Like, who out dare they say Molly Sue? Doesn't yeah, have a person she's that. fucking she funny. Have a dry, dry sense of humor. You know who else looked amazing? Sarah. Yeah, she did. She did. Like, well. And Sarah, like, like they're all they're like. I again, she has no modeling experience. She didn't want to do this. Blah blah blah. But she, of course, she crushes it. It's very inconsistent considering how far she makes it in the show. Correct. Jade needs to soften up and Mr. J's like, it's annoying with girls who like think they already are models and that they've just been overlooked. And it's like, maybe there's a reason. Exactly. So then we get a terrifying, a fucking terrifying shot of Wendy. <laughs> they show her from like profile. And I guess oh, they do tuck the girl's hair underneath or like braid their hair down underneath the bald caps. <laughs> because you just see her ponytail, like a low ponytail. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The back of her neck. And I was just, I just screamed because it was so <laughs> scary. It was terrifying. Joni doesn't have any emotion. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. 
Okay, here's a question. Do you think this season is good because the contestants are mature adults? Like, there's two 18-year-olds, and then, like, a majority of them are, like, 21, 22, 24, 25. Yeah. Like, it's not like last season where all the girls are, like, 12. I guess. So I think it, it factors, and, like, maybe that's the reason why like, the drama isn't, like, stupid drama. It's, like, funny. <laughs> like, because they're all like, mature. Maybe. But, Judging? So... Yeah, Pano. First, it's same judges as last season. We get a shot of Tyra Bald. It's so scary. Ugh. This I think... is also the last UPN season. <gasps> okay, mm-hmm. so there was correlation between that and it going all the way down the hill. Yeah. Sarah has one of the best pictures in top model history. <laughs> okay, Tyra. I don't know about that. Okay, Ty. Okay, Ty. Ty, Ty. Danielle is insecure because she has dented her head. <laughs> From getting her hair pressed. I, I thought that was so funny. But her picture's still beautiful. Uh, Jade needs to watch her bone structure because she looks a little drag queen. Yeah, and she's just arrogant as hell. I'm very humble and down to earth talking over Nigel. I know. And this is when Ni- Nigel hates her from this mo- <laughs> moment on. Yep. For like the rest of the season. And Twiggy's afraid her. of her from this moment on. Joni looks soft and beautiful. Yes. Molly Sue's uh, film in general was not strong. But her photo. I love it. She's I love mm, it. can do no I wrong. I want to have that photo put on my wall. She might Shit. be my real favorite of the season, but Jade is my like most entertaining of the season. I think Molly Sue is one of my favorite photography contestants. Yeah. But like Danielle, Jade, and Joni are like actually some of my favorite contestants of this yeah, show. Yeah, it's like the opposite of last season. I now yeah. I have too many favorites. I have too many favorites. I struggle to not to have a not a favorite. <laughs> That'll be the title of this episode. The girls struggle to not have a favorite. <laughs> Leslie's wearing too much makeup. Kathy has bad yeah. posture. Nena's fabulous. Yeah, but Kathy's photo is also just like, oh god. I wanted her photo to be so much better, but it's so bad. Brooke has a big chin. Also, sidebar: How many times will Tyra nag Brooke this season? A million. A million. Like most people yeah. think she's ugly, but us, we see the beauty. <laughs> About her being an unconventional beauty, which yeah. means she's ugly to most people. <laughs> I hope Brooke got therapy after this season. I know. Oh, oh yeah. So then we go into like deliberation. Nigel thinks Molly Sue's sexy. Twiggy says yeah. Kathy isn't a model. And Miss J says Kathy's philosophy is I can win this competition being sweet, southern, and a bit different. It's so true, though. It's so when he true. said that, I was like, oh my, the most accurate thing anyone has said about a contestant on this show so, so far. Nigel and Jade start their season-long rivalry mm-hmm. after this, in this episode because Miss J thinks that Jade is, quote, a bit tranny. Mm-hmm. And Twiggy's like, Jade, I was afraid of her. And then to end deliberation, it's just a shot of Miss J mocking Jade in her mannequin pose, hands up to her cheek, cut to call out order. I know. (laughs) This is like her best episode so far, in my opinion. Jay? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Call out order is... Nana, Sarah, Leslie, Joni, Carrie, Danielle, Jade, Molly Sue, Brooke... Gina and Wendy. Yes. Which leads Feranda and Kathy in the bottom. I actually 
if they're go if this goes in like actual hierarchy order, I would switch Danielle and Leslie for one. Oh yeah, I don't know why Danielle was so far in the middle. She should have been yeah. Danielle should have been third. Yeah, at least. But anyway, I would. But and Gina, I would have put further up too because in Molly Sue, actually, none of this makes any damn sense. Mm-mm. Okay, anyway, that leaves Feranda and Kathy in the bottom. Feranda for basically being arrogant, but also having bad photos while being arrogant. <laughs> and then Kathy for just not living up to potential. Sorry, Kathy. Bye, Kathy. Bye, Kathy. <laughs> Feranda stays, thank God, because we still have to watch her walk around in a tiara and extensions. I love her. Yeah. Oh, next week. It's so good. So, yeah, guys, makeovers are next week. Get excited. Yes. We've got a great season ahead of us. We have some of my favorite, favorite top model moments. We have Janice making Gina cry. We have, we have one, probably my favorite photo shoot in top model history, which is on the elephant. I was going to say the elephants yeah. in Thailand. And also, like, some one of the worst photo shoots in the, this show's history, which is the one where, um, the one where they're, like, covered in fish. Fish? On, like, a, a, and they're, like, draped over, over these boats in Thailand. It's pretty oh, bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the Swirl Twins. I can't. Oh, Swirl Swirl season! <laughs> yes. Because oh, Jade. Oh, yes. I'm going to go Swirl on my apartment tonight. Oh, thank God. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. So our social media, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash friend. We have a Twitter at nexttopbestpod. And we have an email address, nexttopbestfriend at gmail.com. Send us an email. My Instagram and Twitter are hilarious123. That's Hillary with two L's, O-U-S, one, two, three. Amanda, what's your social media? At Loch Ness Manda. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Amanda Elizabeth on Snapchat. I also have a blog called Romance versus Reality. We're doing Bachelor in Paradise. And Did it start yet? It, or it starts in uh, the, the 14th. Oh, okay. Also... I'm pretty sure next week we're doing a bonus episode because Hillary and I are going to be in the same room for the first time in four years. Honestly. Five years? Yeah, at least. (laughs) That's crazy. Oh, I'm so excited. You're in my calendar. We're probably going to get a little drunk. A little. Okay. (laughs) Wine drunk. (laughs) Just call us both Gina from this week's episode. We're going to bring out our inner Ginas. Or Jade's. Ooh. Or Janice's. (laughs) Oh, I hope so. (laughs) All right. And you shut up. up. Oh, so close. Pocket. Phuket. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)